two-party podcast, we use Anchor because it's such an easy platform to uh, get get advertising and sponsors over a variety of different areas where you can get your podcast heard on different platforms. Uh, it's easy to upload. It's easy to add content. It's easy to delete and edit. Um, it's just a very simple platform. Helps you get your get off the ground, kind of help you get your podcast moving forward, um, and simplifies a lot of things in the business that that typically you wouldn't know and you'd have to learn. So it, it does help with the learning curve. So we we really appreciate and use Anchor uh, as well as as many other platforms we've tried, Anchor seems to be the easiest. Hello again, this is Dean with the Two Party Podcast. I'm here today, uh, where are we at? 9-8-2020. Uh, just wanted to discuss a few things that were just on my mind. Uh, just uh, things I wanted to go over, things I've been watching, listening to. I listened to a great, uh, great series. Uh, it was a live uh, by Dream Rare. If you're not familiar, he's also known as Anom- uh, Anomaly on uh, many of the social media sites. Uh, great speaker on topics. Uh, what I love most about that guy is he doesn't hold back. Uh, he's not, you know, he may lean right, but he's not pro-Trump as, per se. Uh, he wants to see the president succeed. He doesn't want to see our nation or president fail. That's kind of where I'm at. However, what I do like about the guy is he uh, he, he very he will very often disagree with some of the the uh, p- political stances that Trump takes, and and he voices that he he is very open about it. Uh, I, I can support the president, but I can disagree with his policy. Uh, I'm 100 uh, percent in agreement with that. And uh, in our nation, we've we've run astray. We've we've kind of ran off into a into a crazy crazy town where, where everybody's crazy. We're nuts. We're we're over the top. Nobody will stop and listen. Let's. Uh, Let's argue. Let's let's fight. Let's riot. Let's protest. Let's we're not being heard. We need to be heard. We need to have a discussion. So in order to have a discussion, I don't know anybody. This is interesting. I don't know anybody that I've ever had a discussion with that I went to their house and burned or went to their community and just burned their city down because I wanted to talk. Uh, I don't know anybody that I just you go just punch them right in their teeth. Just start the conversation off. Punch them in their teeth because I need to be heard. Uh, You want to get somebody's attention. There's a lot of rude ways to do it, but there's a lot of polite ways to start a conversation. The best way to start a conversation is on an, an even keel, uh, on a civil civil co- uh, conversation or topic or subject. You know, getting, getting somebody's attention by burning a city down or you want your topic heard or, uh, you know, we can we can go back to the, the racial inequality. We can go back to uh, unequal opportunities in the nation we can get and that's in the, around the world uh, there, there's so many things we can we can discuss about that, that's not fair or not equal or it should be changed or uh, why why is our, our legislators not not working on these topics so interesting enough I was just listening to this guy's conversation yesterday live and and he made a lot of very valid points that, that I went to sleep on and, and uh, literally slept on and woke up today and a lot of them are just circling in my head, just just got me really thinking about different things. And, um, you know, again, I, I want to reiterate the show is two party podcast, but I want to reiterate just just for people in our audience that aren't familiar. This show in no way, shape or form, the name two party podcast was not meant to be uh, political. Uh, I, I will speak on politics. Uh, we'll have plenty of episodes and shows and, and guests on board. Uh, we're going to talk politics. We're going to talk issues. We're going to talk about things 
that one party or the other, one side or the other of the aisle will not be happy hearing or will disagree with. But that being said, uh, we're, we're really just a, a party of two people is what I tr I'm trying to make the show. That's the basis. We're a party of two people, me and a guest, and we're talking and we're discussing topics and issues. So again, today we're just, uh, I just wanted to talk about some of the things on my mind, uh, political, uh, not always the best topic, but seems to be the best topic these days. So, you know, he made a good point about not agreeing with the president on certain things. Um, a lot of a lot of what he brought up, I agree with uh, what, what I what was going through my mind the whole time. And I think I asked uh, several times on the live, I was asking questions about, um, you know, is there going to be any indictments on, on with the Durham and the and the bar and the DOJ investigation? Are we going to see high profile arrests and indictments? Uh, I'm not holding my breath. I don't know about anybody in America, but uh, we've had we've had political uh, operatives and weaponized nonsense in our government for so many years, being used by politicians, being used by by people in election years. When have we ever, besides the the, the bottom of the tier guy going down for some kind of fraud or not paying his taxes, when have we ever as a, in a as a nation got to hold someone accountable? that sits at the top tier who has, who has wrote this legislation to surround and defend themselves, put a wall up around themselves, stating that they, they're not they're not held under the same standard as us, uh, us citizens in America. Never. I mean, really, let's look at the facts. There's, there's really nobody that's ever done any real time for uh, anything other than maybe some fraud or uh, stuff like that uh, under the guise of Watergate and all these other huge scandals that went on in our nation. So are we going to see anything out of this Russia Obamagate situation? Mm, I'm not holding my breath. Uh, but on that note, uh, I did want to talk about a few things. You know, we, we bash this president gets bashed left and right. OK, on his his worst day. Uh, his worst day is the best day for any politician would be would, would compare to, to what some of the best politicians we've had around for for decades uh, on uh, their best day could not compare to Donald Trump's worst day so on his actual really good days there's just no contest there there's no contest what this guy the, the people voted the people chose this man not because they wanted some douchebag uh rich guy sitting in the the white house they, they voted on this guy because they were sick and tired of the politics and the political games and the nonsense of the people that are the politicians in dc and the people leading our nation uh, for decades and, and years and years and years uh, growing up, I, I always tried to steer clear of politics. You know, we always we always grew up under that term. You know, you don't speak religion, politics and finances at the dinner table. Um, that's a good way to lose friends <clears throat> or start arguments. So nowadays, 2020, here we are. Uh, we discuss it all. We argue about it. That's what our nation's become. So, you know, let's talk. So we've got a president and I'm just. Again, this is just the stuff going through my head. We've got a president who's done so much and gets zero credit. He is up against a media establishment, has no chance in hell other than Twitter. And everybody wants to jump his crap on Twitter because the guy wants to put out some crazy tweet about something. And, oh, my gosh, how dare the president of the United States have an opinion of something? And how dare he put it on social media? So not presidential. Um, I'll be honest with you. Some of our past presidents set a standard for rigid, uh, rigidity. Uh, if you ask me, um, I, that's great. You can stand in front of a camera, do some photo ops or give a great speech. But I want a president who's real. And this guy's real. He can be a douchebag. He can be a real douchebag, but he's real. Uh, he, he, he 
comes down to discuss things on a level that, that everybody, I think, across America can understand whether you disagree or agree with him. Um, but I'm just going to real quick run down. I, I am on just to, to cite. I am sitting on looking at the WhiteHouse.gov presidential actions. Um, it's kind of on their news, their little sub thing of their news. So I'm going to read just read off. I just want to read through this. And uh, the main topic I wanted to discuss today is congressional failure. And I've discussed this before. So before I read into this, I'll just kind of give a little breakdown. Congressional failure. For me, 99.9% of what is wrong with this nation and has been for decades is, is not our executive branch. Uh, bear with me. Our executive branch holds, as far as I know it, the way I was raised to believe it, our branches are supposed to function in an equal capacity. Uh, according to the constitutional, our forefathers, and what we've created this nation to be based on. Uh, so we're supposed to see the Senate, House, and Executive, uh, while the House and, and Senate oversee the Executive, these branches are supposed to or should function equally to a degree. Uh, of course, politics will always cause a problem. So that being said, our Executive branch is completely tied up and restrained. Uh, we're lucky if we're lucky if the House would even acknowledge something the executive branch wants at this point. We're lucky to have the Senate agree with the executive branch because they hate the House. And so it's just so odd that we're just in this predicament. So when I say congressional failure, these are the things I mean. We have a, a leader of our country. Uh, picture you running a business. You're, you're the leader. You're, the, you're running a business. You're a business owner, CEO. You want to run your business, but you have this board underneath you, a, a member in, in your board, and, and your board doesn't support your decisions. So you're trying to make a company that's profitable. You're trying to make a company that will succeed. You're trying to make a company that will make changes in community and nations and economies with just your business, just your your what you want to see, your vision, your dream. But you have board members that are maybe shareholders that hold just as much decision-making skills as you as the owner of it. And this, so these people are undermining you. Uh, maybe maybe to, you got three people on one side of your board that's 100% uh, proactive with your expansion of the business. You got, a, you got another half of them that are 100% uh, against your expansion of the business. They just want to focus on they have a job, the employees are getting paid, and let's keep the business sustaining that level while the other half really wants to expand. They want to amend and make the business better and make it better for their employees, make better benefits. Uh, so uh, under that analogy, you have the executive branch or president trying to lead this nation who's completely hamstringed by a house that is completely ran uh, by, by one party on the left. And so this one party controls the house. So again, with our analogy, here's our board. So we have the House and we have the Senate as on our board members. And so the House absolutely is not going to let this CEO succeed. No way can this guy succeed and expand this, this business or this idea or his policies uh, for, the, for the lack of, uh, of the analogy here. Senate, what is the Senate going to do? So the Senate, they, they're in support of and they're, they're in the party side of the CEO. Um, however... You know, the, the left is very happy with the business being where it is. They're very happy with the country being where it is. However, they want their policies enacted and the CEO doesn't want to enact their policies. So therefore, they're going to do anything they can to get the CEO off the board. How do you get them off the board? You just keep making them look bad. You smear them. 
uh, th then you go back to the other side. Now the other side's all for him. They're, they're pro, they're his, part, his side, his party. They want the CEO to succeed. They want the company name and brand to succeed. However, you've got a few on that side that at the same time have their own political agenda. They, they're not quite, they want the, the CEO to the business to succeed. However, they want credit for it. And so that function of that party has to do its thing. Uh, so therefore, the, the CEO will get things through that side of the board and votes, but he'll only get it if they agree with it. And that doesn't make any sense. Uh, complete success, to, to have complete success in a business, let alone a country, nation, ours, America, you got to have 100% everyone on board. Uh, it used to be when I was growing up, you're either on board for something or it's just not for you and you went, you went your way and did something else. That's it. If you, if you had a job, you hated it, you might stick it out because you need the money at that time, but you're always looking for a new job. I mean, that's just it. Why stick it out if it sucks? Um, so that being said, I'm going to start reading through some of this um, because I really just congressional failures. That, that term has been on my mind for weeks, months, because um, I'm starting to see through the, the cloud is clearing. The media is, is, is they've revealed their they pulled their hand down. I see what they got. Uh, they've revealed it and they got nothing. The media's gotten out. They're feeding you propaganda. They're feeding you BS. Uh, there's nothing that you can get from any news media outlet right now that you can trust, period. And I mean none, zero, zilch, uh, no Fox, no CNN, no, you name the, the news broadcast, you go ahead and contact me and we can discuss who I get my information from and we'll go from there. But there is not a media news broadcast station that is reporting anything in support of our, our president, the executive branch, the nation. They're also not reporting the failure of our congressional leaders, period, on both sides, in both houses. Uh, I'm not pointing fingers. Pelosi sucks. I'm not pointing fingers. McConnell sucks. Uh, but let's be real. Both houses suck. The executive branch, I don't have to agree with an administration and who he's, he's got in place, but I also would not want my two congressional leadership houses to shut down another branch of government or hamstring it to the point where that president couldn't succeed for the, our people if he wanted to. He can't get us COVID money to help people that need that COVID money. He can't help uh, nations uh, around the world if he wanted to. He can't reform healthcare because he's being he's too busy being in lawsuits back to back. Everything he says each day, there's a new lawsuit coming on this president. Um, and, and it's just and that's what the purpose of it is. They're trying to just get get him so riled up and so bound up that that he's completely looks inept. And I'm sorry, that's why I want to read this off. So I'm just going to scroll through this. I'll give a date and just a title. I'm not going to read through these. So uh, this is all again. This is the WhiteHouse.gov presidential actions. This is what our president's been doing while our congressional leaders for literally four years. I don't, I'm pretty sure I can't go through a list of congressional leadership actions that even come close to totaling and adding up to this. So here we go. September 8th, memorandum on the withdrawal of certain areas of the United States outer continental shelf from leasing disposition. Now this has, this has to do with and entails um, the drilling in the Gulf. Uh, drilling from the Gulf to the Atlantic. So you can look into that if you want to. You may know a little bit about that. So September 8th, again, here, same day, guy did two things. Check this out. 
uh, 11 nominations and withdrawals sent to the Senate. Here he is. He's sending this stuff to our congressional leaders for nominations and withdrawals. Let's see what happens with it in the future. Uh, September 4th, memorandum on the delegation of certain functions and authorities under the Global Fragility Act of 2019. Proclamation of Labor Day 2020, September 4th. Uh, September 4th, President Donald Trump announces intent to nominate and appoint individuals to key administration posts. He's still trying to fill his administration. We're four years into this. He has been held up on every, every issue and aspect there is. Um, the guy's just trying to find good people. You know, let him find these good people. Let him get the administration set up so that should he win this, this election, the second term goes smoother. Let, give him some power and some reign. So let, let, him, let him lead. Uh, Memorandum on Space Policy, Directive 5, Cybersecurity Principles for Space Systems, September 4th. And I'm assuming that's going to be related to some of the new satellite system that we're putting up in defense system in space. Uh, I'm sure there's more that we, we as civilians don't know. Um, September 3rd, Proclamation on National Days of Prayer and Remembrance. Uh, you know, I don't care what religion you are. If a, if a president or, or a leader is going to recognize the word prayer for you, whatever your religion may be, and remembrance for whatever your religion may be or the, the past history of your religion, uh, you, can, you can put that into Christianity, you can put that into uh, Muslim, you can put that into uh, whatever you want to put that into. That's a good thing. Whenever a leader says it's okay for you to believe what you want uh, and, and, and we support it, let's remember it. Hey, that's good. I don't care. Uh, September 2nd, pre uh, President Donald Trump announces intent to nominate Christopher Liddell for Secretary General of OECD. Memorandum of Delegation on September 2nd for, of Authority. Memorandum of Providing an Order of uh, Succession within the General Services Administration. And I'm just going to keep going, man. Memorandum on Reviewing Funding uh, to State and Local Government that, that are permitting uh, re recipients that are uh, permitting anarchy, violence, and destruction. As we know, this pertains to the protest. Uh, peaceful riots, I call them. President Trump announces on September 2nd a uh, judicial nominee proclamation on, on National Sickle Cell Awareness Month, uh, August 31st. These are just proclamations. Uh, National Drug and Alcohol, Child Care, uh, Cancer Awareness Month, uh, proclamation on National Preparedness, uh, extensions of the U.S. National Guard to respond to COVID. Uh, again, what is this president doing for COVID? Everything. Everything. Any, and I said this before, any administration that was in office right now had this come up for their administration, this COVID situation, nobody was ready for it. Obama wouldn't have been ready for it. Bush wouldn't have been ready for it. Uh, Clinton would have been ready for it. Reagan, this is a whole new situation. This, the way we reacted and shut down the country and shut down travel, that was this president, this administration did that. Uh, no other one would have done it. We didn't see it with swine. We didn't see it with a ball eye. We didn't see it with any of the other past history all the way back to smallpox. We never saw it. Nobody shut anything down. Nobody did anything about people dying. This president did that. His COVID response is phenomenal. Uh, my, I worry more about what, or is this what's going to be the, the new, the new? Is this what we're going to do every time someone comes up with a new virus? But uh, so there you go. I mean, we got, we got this guy extending the use of National Guard to help combat and work with us on the COVID situation to facilitate the econ economic recovery. That's just in Louisiana listed. Uh, proclamation adjusting imports of steel. You know, hey, we're always going to need it. Prices are going to go up and down, especially with the shutdowns. Everything's gone up. Prices for lumber right now is ridiculous through the roof. Uh, adjusting, let's see, uh, President Trump an uh, announces intent to nominate the following individual to a key position. I'm not going to open that up and read it, but 
uh, judicial nominee. So, so this goes on and on and on and on what this president's doing. Now, now these dates, this goes all the way back four years. I mean, th every day there's two to three things listed. Uh, I'm looking right now at just the, the overall, you got Trump is committed to conserving and improving uh, America's environment, withdrawal on certain things, uh, certain areas of the U.S. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna look right here real quick issues. Um, I don't get I don't I don't follow I don't keep up with a lot a lot of the detailed stuff that goes on day to day at the White House. But for everybody that's on social media and everybody that's arguing about what's going on in our nation, uh, and, and then they're like, you need to do your research. Do your research. You want to know facts. You want to don't don't go out there throwing out like this person did this, this person did that. Go pull the congressional record up. If it's a law you're discussing, go to the whitehouse.gov, who ha also has archived files. We have archived files, yep, of our whole nation. You can pull these up. They're all public record. Every every community you go to, every major city, you can go to their downtown or their clerk of the court or whoever to get criminal records, public records. Uh, these are accessible to everyone. Don't be stupid on social media posting these things because you see a an op-ed from New York Times or you see an op-ed from CNN or, you know, I, I get so frustrated with, uh, I, I run a group, it's called uh, Foggy Bottom 2, uh, total 100% political. If you want to join it, it's on Facebook, go ahead and join it. It's a private group, I'll add you. The group is, is you've got, it's a way leaning right. The, the original group leans left. So there's Foggy Bottom 1, Foggy Bottom 2. Uh, Foggy Bottom 2 is the one I run. Completely right-leaning right, right -leaning group, the people that are in it for the majority. But you do have a lot of left people in there. They just don't talk up. They don't speak up. They don't want to argue in the group. They'd rather go to their groups and argue with the, the few righties versus come to the righty group and, and argue. So we got one or two in there that are just, and I won't name names, idiots. Okay, they'll come in there. They will rebut everything. They'll dog Donald Trump. They'll tell you, tell you how crappy the guy is and runs the country and this and that. But they will not provide one fact period at all they will they will post an article they'll post a meme they'll post a gif they'll, they'll do all these little funny stupid things and then be like oh you're triggered blah 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 snowflake no facts zero zilch i don't work like that i, I don't work off zero facts uh i will go to the whitehouse.gov to look at issues like i just did just read off you can read those articles about what he did what it entails and then you can do what your diligence you can take what he did and said, and you can look up the public record of it. It's amazing stuff. And then you can go from there and you can look when it went to the House or Senate, and you can actually look at the congressional record of that, that bill or that legislation that the executive and or House or Senate are trying to push through. And, and you can follow it and they update it current, you know, as it's being worked uh, or edited or updated. So don't, don't ever call in or, or try to come at me with an op-ed. Don't, don't try to come at me with New York Times. Don't try to come at me with CNN. Don't try to come at me with Fox News. Um, I, while I look at those things and, and, and catch up on my current events and news, I, I filter it like, I hate for lack of a better term, I filter it like you were pouring water through a laundry basket. Uh, I do not keep up with the news. I, I think they're stupid. I think the media is an absolute disgrace to our nation. And if I were a journalist, I'd be so out. I'd go, I'd go independent. Uh, it's just a, insane. So I'm, I'm just looking real quick on the issues. Uh, there's another part of, of the White House. There, there's a part where it has news on their website. There's a part where it has issues. Uh, it gives all issues or just it, it hits it hits on topics like education, national security, defense, budget spending, immigration, healthcare. Basically, at the bottom, it says all issues. So imagine that you're, you're discussing something with somebody. You can literally look this up on the White House to see the stance that Donald Trump and his administration takes. And you can actually see, and it's actually called issues. 
And those are issues we're trying to talk about and argue about. So it's amazing. You can see his actions. You can see his administration's actions. You can see press releases. It tells everything you want to know. If you're if you're on if you're against this man, this is probably your best dirt to dig up. Is look right at the source, and then find your dirt on him. Just just bash him right off the White House uh, .gov website if you want to be that guy. Um, but I find it interesting to go here, look, and then, and then if I'm really looking at something or somebody brings something to my attention and sometimes I'm wrong, I'm always, I, I find that more than, more than not, I, I can be wrong. I can admit it, <clears throat> but I'll look at congressional records. Uh, cause again, I won't take somebody at their, uh, I just won't take somebody at their word when they hand me a CNN article or they hand me a Fox news article or Tucker Carlson told me, or Rush Limbaugh told me, you know, great sources, great conversation, uh, great talk. But I want to see the congressional fact. I don't care who they know, who they heard it from. Uh, it's kind of like this new thing with the anonymous sources and President downing our military. Uh, if you can't have the balls to stand up and tell who the hell you are making an accusation to somebody, which in our, and as far as I'm concerned, judicially in our nation justice system, you should be able to uh, confront your uh, the person who's calling you out, your accuser. And so if you're going to just post an op-ed in CNN and then New York Times or whatever you want to put your Washington Examiner and, and it, you're, you're going to put you're going to literally do an op-ed and you're, you're, you're citing sources that are anonymous, you, you lost even more credibility than you did to begin with working for the place you work for as a shitty ass reporter. Pardon my French. So. That being said, I'm, I'm just again, I'm going to just some of these topics, economic and jobs, budget spending, land, agriculture, veterans, education. I mean, the list goes on and on and on what this president's doing. Uh, can I agree with everything he does? No, absolutely not. Do I do I do I think some of the things he's doing is, is awesome for our country? Yes. You know what I would love to see? And I know it's not possible. I would love to see the what ifs. So what if the House and Senate, this whole four years President Trump's been trying to get his administration's policies put through, they actually 100% supported him and his business idea of running the country. What if? Where would we be? We saw the economy jump. We saw the job markets jump. We saw the success we were having as a nation under a president who had one side of, the con of Congress helping when they wanted to. Imagine if he had both parties, the what if. What if, we're, what if we were able to see what our economy would have done then? What if we were able to see for four years what this president's policies actually would do? And then I'm like, jump to the other side. Come on, we got to help the other people. So what would happen on the other side now? Uh, what if both parties, bo both congressional houses said, screw you, buddy. Um, I, I feel like we'd be sitting where we are now, but two years ago, maybe three years ago. This is how life would be. People would be off work, jobless. Uh, we'd be waiting on the government to hand us a check yada 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 and here we are and so here in the middle of this pandemic and this COVID thing we still have both both house and senate uh arguing over how to give out how to give back our tax money uh complete congressional failure uh we have a president who speaks and his, his press secretary who speaks constantly about come back to the table let's let's discuss this uh, he did his executive order, you know, even with an executive order, no matter what he wants to do, he has to allocate funds from another source. Again, that just makes him look bad. Like, oh, look at him. He's pulling the funds from another source and that money should go to this. And why would he take it from that? And, but let's be real. He, he can't do anything else, you know, and uh, I, I think I heard something this morning about him trying to take 300 
300 billion and use that to give out checks and it immediately attacked for it. You know, oh my gosh, how dare he try to take our role? You know, well, what's your role, Congress? Uh, you don't have one right now. You guys are, are absolute congressional failures as our leaders. These people need voted out. These people, uh, if, if I don't care if you're on this side of the aisle, that side of the aisle, you have a, a hatred for Donald Trump, you have a hatred for the right, uh, and you're on the right and you hate the left. I don't give a crap who you are. Stop voting on your emotions. Start voting on reality. How does this affect you, your family? How does this affect your community? How does this affect your state? How does it directly affect you and your work, your business, whatever you may do? If you're homeless, how it affects your city being able to clean up a street because they have money coming in uh, federally. So stop voting with your emotions. Let's th make this election a point where we go down the list and we literally say, what did this candidate do and this candidate do? Let me compare the educated facts. You can pull up the facts. If you're voting on, on, a, on a seat holder for Congress or Senate, you can pull a, or, or a Senator House, you can pull that congressional record up of that idiot. And you can vote on the best idiot. Or you can vote not, you can just not vote on that idiot. But let this election be about getting rid of the problem in our, in our country. The problem is congressional failure. The problem is not one branch of government. We have a problem in both branches. And when you have a three party or, or a three uh, tiered government, you, you, you it's, it's, you're outweighed. Okay. You've got two against one. So vote these idiots out. Our congressional leaders are failing us as taxpayers. Our congressional leaders are failing Americans day in and day out. Our congressional leaders are using uh, race as a, as a political weapon, a virus as a political weapon. It's absolutely unheard of and we should be done with it. So on that note, I'm going to let go on this episode. Uh, I hope to hear you on, or hope, hope to catch you on the next one. I will have more facts and, and some new things to come up. Uh, you guys have a great day out there.